Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Minister Jay. I am so happy that you are joining us today on the Dude with the Bible podcast. Don't forget, for free resources, you can check out www.dudewiththebible.com. And from there, you can see a lot of our uh, content and some of the cool things that we're doing uh, across the world wide web. All right, guys, this episode is going to be about friendships. And what I mean by that <laughs> is how do you make friends? And um, and this may seem like arbitrary, right? It may seem a bit goofy or strange, but if you think about it, making friends is really important for some people. And also, there's, I believe there's an art to it, um, but also how do you become a good friend? How can you cultivate a certain standard of friendship amongst the current group you have? Do you need to keep the current group you have? Uh, but it all starts with you, right? It all starts with us. So what does the Bible have to say about friendships? All right. they it, The Bible does speak on fellowship. It talks on how you should engage other people, what types of characteristics you should have on display when it comes to friendship. But here's the cool thing is that Jesus did give us an idea of what true godly friendship looks like. And some of you remember, he fixed himself and, and prepared himself to wash his the feet of his disciples, which was odd. It was so strange, right? Reading that. It's like, why would you do that? Well, in that culture, that was a sign of, of course, humility and a, a deep, act of service right people's feet got dirty they weren't walking around with nikes and adidas right they were walking around sometimes barefoot or with sandals okay so let's jump into the word because this is a doodle of the bible podcast all right so guys let's look at proverbs chapter 18 verse 24 a man of many companions may come to ruin but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother a popular one right john chapter 15 verse 13 greater love has no one than this that someone lay down his life for his friends proverbs 17 17 a friend a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity proverbs 27 17 iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another okay ecclesiastes chapter 4 9 to 12 two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil for if they fall one will lift up his fellow but woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up again if two lie together they keep warm but how can one keep warm alone and though a man might prevail against one who is alone two will withstand him a threefold cord is not easily broken or not quickly broken okay first corinthians chapter 15 verse 33 do not be deceived bad company ruins good morals first Te thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11 says therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing and lastly but not least Proverbs 27, verse 6. Faithful are the words of are faithful are the wounds of a friend. 
Profuse kisses. Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. So I'm reading that in such an odd way. <laughs> Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 6. That's Proverbs chapter 27, verse 6. Sorry, guys. All right. This is the this is the dude with the Bible podcast, not the perfect person's podcast. All right. So thank you for for partaking in my imperfection. All right, guys. So we have the word here. And I've given you what the Bible says about friendships, right? The your friend can can give you something or say something to you that it's sweet. It's it's honest. It's. You know, it makes your heart glad, right? Earnest counsel and honest counsel is always fulfilling, right? Sometimes it even hurts. But that truth, as long as it's pure, is always beneficial. Are you doing that for your friends and family today? And it, maybe you have to ask God, Lord, can you continue to guide me, mold me by your word so that I can be a better friend? Am I a good listener or do I interrupt someone every time they utter a word? Or do I finish their sentences because I'm impatient? Right? When that is a part of carrying one another's burdens. Do I hang around people because I actually like them? Well, you know, that's always bad. Or do I even like people in general because I'm just too selfish? Or am I narcissistic? Am I... Too neurotic and selfish. You know, is it is it us? Maybe sometimes it's just us. So to be a good friend, a great thing to do is to look at what Jesus did for the people around him. Look at the godly principles and godly character traits that we see in the Old Testament and the New Testament. And let's model that, guys. Because it'll set the tone and the standard for what godly friendship should look like. And you can indirectly train and mold your friends on how to, to receive you. Sometimes, because you let go of your idols, sometimes you lose friends and that's okay. <laughs> you still will have Jesus with his arms wide open, just like how he died on the cross, welcoming you, welcoming you back to a divine and fruitful and loving, pure fellowship with him, right? When it comes to making friends, yeah, it's, some of you may not want to do it, but you got to get out. You got to be bold. You got to be approachable. Sometimes you just have to be approachable, right? You know, if you smell weird, <laughs> that may not help you because people who may be good friends, but they don't like weird smells or crazy B.O. may just need you to take a shower sometimes, right? <laughs> or if you're a person that, that's careless with your words, right? Too much profanity. You know, maybe we claim that we're speaking the truth, but it's untimely. And so it's sometimes even disrespectful. It's unwarranted, right? Unwarranted opinions. Or maybe you're combative. Your strong opinions that you feel represent your high moral standing might get in the way of you being a sweet person, a godly person, a nice person, or even being able, letting you be able, prohibiting you from being able to just listen and show love. Sometimes 
you just don't need to talk that much, right? Maybe someone just needs you to listen so they can get pointed in the right direction. Sometimes being a good friend is not trying to be someone sage or shaman or an all wise person. Sometimes, you know, we just like to hear ourselves talk, right? We just, we want to always give someone advice because our grandmother, our great grandmother, our uncle, our friend, our old mentor gave us good advice. So we know we have success, but that was our lives. That was our, our situation, our circumstances. As the people of God, a good friend is going to tell our friends to get with God, get your wisdom, your answers, and your guidance from the Lord, from his biblical principles, and from his concealed will. By hearing the voice of the Lord, by the power of his Holy Spirit. So a good friend should be able to give you good counsel, even when he or she is not an expert. When they're not an expert in a certain situation. They should be humble enough to say, hey, I don't know, but I know that God knows. And I'm sure God will be able to guide you at some point, right? And a good friend also leads by example. Saying, hey, I'm going to continue on reading scripture, fellowshipping with other Christians, but, you know, trusting that there's other Christians out there that know God just like I do. Right. Showing humility. And conveying godly principles, godly character. Right. It all goes back to character, doesn't it? Right. You can show love to people in different ways. But this is the, what we want to go out and be a light and do. We want to go out and, and display this Christian light. As Jesus was the light of the world, he has imparted this light to us if we live it out and we abide in the vine. Okay, so that's a cool way to be a friend. Sometimes you just got to, you know, some of us are really bad at, I have friends who are bad at, you know, just calling others you know, or texting, and that's okay, even emailing, or writing them on social media. So sometimes you can even make it more regimented once a month, you put a calendar invite on a, you know, pretty mundane, typical day where you may not be busy. And once a month, just say, hey, put a reminder in your phone, a task, a, a calendar invite to yourself. And you can put, hey, call, text all your loved ones. Right. Once a month. Once every two months, once every three months, because as you get older, sometimes you get busy. Some of you have families, marriages, demanding jobs. You're on the entrepreneurial route or you're a student and you're just really busy. That's OK. Your real friends always understand. But even they want to hear from you, want to show you some love and, and, and do life with you. But as long as your your intentions are pure, you're organized. You listen and focus on being selfless instead of selfish, man, you'll definitely have better friendships. And sometimes it's true. You got to let friends go. But don't forget, sometimes you're the friend that needs to be let go. And it's okay because maybe that's a lesson that's learned. The season that you may have with those friends or that friend, it just may be over and that's okay. Ask God, ask God to help you to heal if you feel broken from losing a friend. 
whether they passed away or they just walked out of your life and you don't even know. You forgive them. Ask God to give you a forgiving heart to heal, right? So that you there's no bitterness, no resentment, and no hate. But sometimes you're the friend that has to be let go. And if that's true, it doesn't always mean that you did something horribly wrong. Maybe you two are just growing apart. But if you felt you were assigned to that person and you mismanaged that person's friendship, or your, rather your friendship with that person, if you mismanaged it, hey, we all make mistakes. But because we're imperfect, we can always ask God to help us to be who he's called us to be and to have better character and, in, and improve our personality so that it aligns with what we read in scripture. Okay? But that's just the truth, guys. You may lose friends, but you can always gain some by doing the right thing, honest living, and displaying godly character. All right, guys, that is what the Bible says about and conceptually what the Bible pushes for with serving others, making friendships, maintaining those friendships, and just the truths, practical truths about what friendship is like, right? I've, I've traveled around the world. I've, you know, worked in so many different places and volunteered and ministered and met some amazing people, but all those people are beautiful and amazing. Even if we don't, we're not close today, that's okay. We don't have to be close, but it's important if I have a positive impact on them when I am with them, displaying godly character and doing my best and I may fail sometimes and I will and I always and I always did at some point right but that's okay because you know that's just life but you have to lean on God to make the proper decisions on managing your friendships and also creating new ones be confident that if you lose friends you can gain new ones, but make sure that you're working on improving yourself so that you can bring something to the friendship. I'm not talking about relationships and dating and marriage. That's on the other podcast, but I'm specifically talking about friendships where you can lean on God and you can use scripture to empower, love and serve others. That's your job as a Christian. A true good friend will lay down his life, right? His desires and sacrifices. Try to quit smoking. Try to quit the drinking. Try to quit using profanity. Whatever it is, try to stop slandering and gossiping so that they can be a better friend and be a godly friend. 